It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in Grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in It's a one-hour show, constantly speaking facts Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style Jake is gonna educate you, he has that knowledge on fire Player, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for Straight Facts What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains. It's your boy, Jimmy J, the usual suspects to my left, Jake Galley, Kyle Searick, and Statbat Robinson. Now going into, what, week four of the NFL season. Yeah, we're moving along here. Yeah. Like, 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 the like, season moves too fast. It really makes, fast. The, it makes the fall go by quick. We get actually. True. The, we're happy about it. The players, the players are <laughs> not happy about it. We are happy Anyways. about it because we our, our bodies don't take punishment. You know, watching football, theirs take, body, theirs take punishment playing. But... In, the, in that same breath, coming into the season, we had you know a lot of the same faces in new places, right? A lot of play, players on to different teams. And no one's really checked in with a lot of these players yet. So we're going to do that. Okay, we're going to put, put some people on notice, right? The top two picks of the 2016 NFL Draft. This is the fact straight out, by the way. The top two picks of the 2016 NFL Draft were both traded to new teams this offseason. They both have started the season 0-3. Of course, that's Jared Goff and your boy, Carson Wentz. I said that's all three of you guys, oh, by the way. Yeah. All three of all three of you guys, by the way. He's I said that to you. contractually obligated. After this year, he will stop being our boy. We actually need you him. You still to- have ties to him, though. Well, we kind of need him to do well, yeah. You, I mean, you don't need him to do well. You need him to play. You need him to play. Well, so, right. Theoretically, like, the worse he does, the better it is because you're going to end up getting their first or second pick. But if they're going to end up having, like, a top five, top ten pick, and we can go into this, they're going to sit him. They're not going to give that up. Their backup quarterback is Jacob Eason. they got to win a couple. They'll get the first pick. Hey, wait, wait. To dive deeper into it. Hard seven and ten. All right, to, to dive because we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Right? To dive further deep into it. Right, right, right. Let's go into Carson Wentz and the guy who was drafted after, or Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff right now, seventy percent completion percentage on six point five yards per attempt, five touchdowns, two interceptions, a ninety four point three quarterback rating. Carson Wentz a little less great, but not terrible. Neither of these guys are terrible. Carson Wentz sixty percent completion, six point five yards per attempt again. Three touchdowns, one interception, and eighty-five quarterback rating. So, like, like, not neither of them are playing terribly. Like, they're not playing great. I think Carson Wentz is kind of playing terribly. They're not. I mean, the stats would say so. It's it's not good. All right, so let's go into Carson Wentz because we're already halfway into it. Let's let's dive, you know, further into it. Only three touchdowns through three weeks. Ranks twenty-six in terms of passer rating. Matt, like you said, eighty-five. It's it's not a good passer rating. But there's worse, man. There there is worse. How do you evaluate your your once golden boy? Carson Wentz he, right he's, now. He's up to the same old tricks. If you watch the game, it's really the same old Carson. It's funny in a sense because he will make these plays that, you know, it's great. He'll extend the play and he'll be looking downfield and someone will come from behind, poke the ball out. Ball goes bouncing around and they've been lucky enough to jump on a bunch of them. I've seen, I think, two or three times where he's lost the ball. And that's just like, like he, he'll flash his potential like he always has. And then he does something that, like, costs you the hat or costs you eventually the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, that, that, that's why this guy didn't pin out in Philadelphia. It is kind of weird that everywhere he goes, his offensive line just gets bad at pass protecting. I wonder if that's, like, 
if that's no coincidence, or maybe he holds on to the ball okay. too long. Okay, little, well, let's extrapolate that point then. Is this a Carson Wentz problem, or is this an Indianapolis Colts problem? And I'm, I'm not even that one at you there, Carson. Like, like it, wait, it, who's, whose fault I, is it? I think it's clearly Carson Wentz. I mean, they're 0-3. Mm-hmm. The team around him is still good. I know see why Hilton hasn't played yet. He's hurt, but that's about it. The defense is supposed to be stellar. Mm-hmm. So why isn't the quarterback being the one getting it done? I mean, his completion percentage, we said it 60%, right? That's 29th in the league. If you're a quarterback that's not getting the balls to your receivers, especially when your receiving core, you know, is down their number one guy, mm-hmm. and you're not putting points on the board with that offense, Jonathan Taylor, great O-line, I don't. I mean, how could you not look at the quarterback? Last year, Philip Rivers was sacked on 3.4% of his pass attempts. <laughs> This year, Carson has more than doubled up football. And and we know and we know that's a Carson Wentz problem. I don't think that's a problem. We know, problem. We know that's a Carson Wentz problem. Like you said, it's the same old Carson. Guys, let's have some sympathy. He has two sprained ankles. How do you even? That's <laughs> the most unathletic thing to ever happen to anyone. Like, how could you look someone in the face like, yeah, I sprained. And, and I don't buy. And by time. the way, I don't buy it. You don't have two sprained like, ankles. I saw the man jogging on the sideline. But were they jogging on the sideline like, ah, I don't know if I can go. You don't jog with two sprayed ankles. He, he, he's coming off a foot injury in the offseason. Uh, he had a back. He He's not as mobile as he thinks he, as he used to be or he thinks he is. And he makes him think he can play hero ball and then he gets sacked. Or gets almost sacked and then throws risky passes. Yeah. He's gotten. He's not as bad as he was last year, but he's – that's a that's a low bar to clear. And no no one told Carson Wentz or no one drilled it into his head yet. Like, hey, you have a good enough team where you don't have to play hero ball. Like, may, yeah. maybe you had to or you thought you had to with the Eagles because there was no one around you, no weapons. Not now you have a team around you and a good, a really good defense. You don't have to get it all done on one play. And you're right, he's, he's still trying to. And it's like when you look around the Colts, like what are the other moving pieces? Like who else? Could, if not for Carson, you, they had a decent team. They had a very solid team aside from the quarterback where they got average play. You put in Carson Wentz and now they're 0-3. So there is some variance, like, like I mean, just because they're a good team last year, a good team can still be good this year and just end up 0-3. That happens in mm-hmm. the NFL mm-hmm. game inches. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know, like, who else would you put the blame on? I don't, I don't even know who else to kick the can to in this situation. No, because, I mean, it, the what we all laid out, all those other players are, are doing their job, right? Yeah. Defense playing solid. You got, you got Jonathan Taylor and company, like, actually, like, pr- producing and showing out, like yeah. – it looks like Carson Wentz is the weight at the end of the ankle for the Colts I'll, right now. I'll reel it back in real quick because we are three weeks, and like you said, there's variants that can get a lot better. They played the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. That's tough. That's yeah, 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 tough schedule so far. We Seahawks are beatable, though. There's two teams in their division that stink. <laughs> so I, I think there there's probably light at the end of the tunnel here, but if we got to go through three weeks, it's clearly on Carson Wentz. Okay. Now let's go to the other one. You were talking about teams that stink. Because his counterpart is on a team that the app just reeks, just just absolutely putrid. They got some fight. Yeah, I. They I, do have some fight. I, they got some fight. Here, let's before I get into the Jared Goff situation, if if Dan Campbell has done anything, he's actually instilled some fight and and some you know don't don't lay they down don't look when you get kicked like they usually. Yeah. Do. Okay. Some some you know some crazy energy in you. Maybe maybe that's what you need. But let's go back to Jared Goff. Zero and three start. Versus the three and zero start vets Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, who, who we're going to talk about later. But Jared Goff off to an zero and three start as well, and like his stats, we just read them off. They look a little bit better than Carson Wentz, and and I'm going to stay on the side of he's not playing terribly. He's not. He's really not. I think the roster around him is just not developed enough at all. We look at their wide receivers. DeAndre Swift's been a little hurt. I know he's played 
had a good week last yeah, week. Had a good week, but I mean, he's on pace for more touchdowns, less interceptions, a higher pass rating, and a higher completion percentage. And we've seen from Jared Goff since 2018, when he was a Pro Bowler. So I mean, I, I think he is probably the product. It's the flip side of the Carson argument, where the mm-hmm. team around him is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Not that Jared Goff's an all elite quarterback, but he should. And it's funny because Jer- Jared Goff is a victim of circumstance. Jared Goff will literally stay right on that mediocre line and just ride it. If the team is good, they'll play above him and you'll notice it. If the team is bad, they'll play below him and you'll notice it. But Jared Goff won't move. It's like Jared Goff isn't playing out of his mind. He's still playing Jared Goff, but the team's bad now, so they're losing. There used to among NFL GMs around like 10 years ago called the Dalton line. Yeah. Where if, your quarterback, oh. where if your quarterback was better than Andy Dalton, you had a contender. I was just and about if, to bring that and up. If you, and if it's worse, then you don't. It's not the golf line. Don't, don't. Uh, well, I'd rather be the golf line. Don't do that to me. I would like to, like, you know, bury Jared Goff. But, like, the defense lets up 32 points a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's second worst in the league. Like, you can't win games like that. And now the offense hasn't been, like, world beaters. They've been, at best, mediocre. And as you said, like, it's, it's the golf line. It's the like, golf line. They've been towing that. So I think um, as Dan Campbell starts to get his feet wet, as the team starts to grow and, and build an identity, I think they may have a little bit of a turnaround. But, like, I, I kind of shrug my shoulders at this. This team's going to fight. That's what we've seen so far. I mean, yeah. The, the Niners and last week the Packers tough. You knock them down, they're going to get up and take they're, they're part of your kneecap. Yeah. And when they get up yeah, again, yeah. they're going to take another piece. And when kneecap they get up again, yeah, of course they're going to fight. It's fun to watch. And I personally think they got robbed this past week. I think he was 100% of the leg game. And yeah, it was, it was, it was straight engineered from the but NFL, it, straight but from it the office. Led into history, and I'm not mad at it. Yeah. That's, that's what the NFL wants, after yeah. all. That's why they called that one in. They have, Ravens wouldn't have time to run one play with seven seconds left to get five minutes. It wouldn't have been game over. I mean, that's you. when you're a bad team, you lose those kind of games. That's the Lions who always lose it. Yeah, when you're a bad team, you lose those kind of games. Yeah, Justin the Chargers that Anthony Lynn used Justin to. Justin Tucker has played in Detroit twice in his career. Both times he made a game-winning 60-plus yard game. How about Tuck, though? Claps for Tuck. because I, that, He that really was, is the best. You, you think ever. he's the best ever? Ever. Kicker ever. He, well, first off, he just kicked it. It's easy for he, me he to say He's got the record. Yeah, he's got the record. But, like, yeah, in terms of the big moments, his consistency, like, it's just, to me, it's not close. Like, tuck, don't, man, don't, tuck, man. Anderson out of here. Like, don't bring up Morton. Vinatieri. Vinatieri. Like, you can bring up Vinatieri. You can bring up Vinatieri. Don't bring up Yeah, Vinatieri's career came to a screeching halt. We're getting on a tangent. But the end of Vinatieri's career is yeah, yeah, I mean, when it came to a screeching hole, he didn't have to go to 45. No one, no one told him to go to 45. But let, let's let's go to another person we're going to pay, compare Jared Goff to, and that's Matt Stafford. And that, you know, the person the person he's traded for, absolutely. Matt Stafford, nine TDs, one interception on 70% completion percentage against three top 16 defenses. 10 yards for a touchdown. He's slaying that thing. And and I actually was um watching, I forget, I forget what show this was, on ESPN. And – Someone was telling the in-depth story of when Matt Stafford and Sean McVay ran into each other in what was Cancun, like down down on vacation. And Matt Stafford was apparently, you know, discussing his woes with the Lions, how they won't let him open up the offense. He's not feeling he's doing enough. And Sean McVay said, boy, do I got an offense for you. Like, like, like I, I got what you need. And Matt Stafford's like, I want to be a Ram. And apparently Sean McVay got on the phone that night and said, hey, can we make a trade for Matt Stafford? And wow. and they and they made it happen, and you're you're absolutely seeing it. And we talked about this going into the Surprise season. It wasn't like a tampering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, 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 hey! The end of the story. The story just came out, but the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just about to say. Yeah. 
yeah, the, the NFL, the NFL will get it done. But like we're seeing a, a, a different Matt Stafford. We're seeing a, a Matt Stafford, like, look what he can do. Look how what success he can have with an offense when a team isn't dragging him down behind it, when a team actually benefits from what he's doing. Over over 10 years, what, 4,500 yards a year, 28 touchdowns a year, like better than two two touchdowns to one interception a year. Yep. Like, this is a guy who absolutely can be upper echelon elite, be in an MVP race for an entire season, and now he's got the offense, the defense, the, the, the weaponry, the scheme, everything is perfect for him now. I would say it's kind of rare that, like, going into the season, we're like, wow, you know what, Matt Stafford. I mean, people always love to make a big deal when, when big players go to a new place and um, in terms of the projections. But, you know, we talked about it on this show, like, oh, him on the Rams, him and McVay's offense, maybe maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be really – it turns out, like, it's exactly like we thought. Yeah, like, how, yeah. how often does that happen? It's, it, it is – they have the third most points, and they are 14th in total yards. Like that is efficiency. That is getting the ball and putting mm-hmm. it in the end zone, yeah. not around. Yeah. Like that, they they are very dangerous this year. I feel great about the bet that we mentioned. Uh, Rams to win the NFC. I really after they play. You the, called uh, them the NFC Chiefs, which I guess after three weeks, kids. They're looking hard. Like yeah, hard, hard to argue with you. Like it. The Rams are the best team in the league right now. I don't. Think I don't know why. Best. I don't know why I stopped just short three of weeks, that. The Rams are the best team in the league. I can't, I can't refute it, but I don't know why. Something in my mind makes me want to stop short of saying that. Those Carolina fans are still free. Yep. Number one in the DVOA. <laughs> and Rams are third. Yeah. Cooper Cup, if you take a three-game sample size, is the best receiver in the league. I know he's not. But the way they're playing right now, I think the Rams you, are you the favorites to win the NFC. Efficiency, DVOA recognizes that. They're first in offensive DVOA, which is offensive efficiency. Yeah, so, I mean – like you said, a match made in heaven. Like why, why didn't this happen sooner? And, and what's the, what's the biggest difference between I'm um, getting Matt Stafford as a quarterback besides obviously just, you know, a better quarterback, better play. What's the difference between plugging Matt Stafford into that offense and having Jared Goff in that offense? Like why, why, why is it so much better in your opinion? I think you just, so golf was there, what, three years? Did the thing with McVay, three, four years. Three years with McVay, four years. Five years of McVeigh. Yeah. Five years of McVeigh. So they, they had some there. They made the Super Bowl. They knew, you know, what worked in that offense. But it's an upgrade at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the defense has gotten better over time. Jalen Ramsey wasn't there at the beginning. That's I mean, true. there's been a lot of things. There's more weapons, if you want to think about it. Cooper Cup has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Tyler Higby, the tight end, is looks good. Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson, there's deep threats now that maybe weren't there anymore. Robert Woods is probably the deep threat then. He's still on the team. I mean, I think it's just that you upgraded that quarterback. They're at the right time with their franchise to do that, and it's just going to take off. If we're calling them the NFC Chiefs, it's almost like the NFC version of going from Alex Smith to Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like a good, solid quarterback. To, well, Matt Stafford isn't Mahomes, but – And yeah, Jared Goff yeah, isn't Alex Smith. <laughs> good coach. I think McVay yeah. solidified himself as a good coach. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the biggest difference is I think Matt Stafford's – and I say this in, in quarterback IQ, football IQ – I think Matt Stafford's smarter. I think he's been around the block a little bit more. Sean McVay runs maybe the most complex offense in the NFL, one of them. And it, and it takes seeing a bunch of defenses, seeing a bunch of schemes to know how to run that offense and how to, like, you know, run plays out of that, how to run variances of that offense around it. And they, they talked about how Matt Stafford can come to the line, change the play, and 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 know how the defense is going to react to the, the new play being called where Jared Goff struggled with that. And I think you saw it in his throws. It's, it's, it's the old practice harder than you play. Well, Matthew Stafford's practice was 10 years of playing from behind. <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. His whole career playing from behind with a horrible team 
and now he has a great team playing from ahead. It's this is easy mode for Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Not like he's going to dominate the whole league, but this situation playing with this team is easy mode compared to the last ten years of unfollowing practice with the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. It's trust too. I mean, number one thing, football's the ultimate team game. You have to trust mm-hmm. the guy who's the trigger puller behind center. That was Jared Goff, who I think I don't know if this is true or if this was just an internet joke, but was like helping Goff like read defenses or identify defenses weak points like pre-snap. With Matt Stafford, you do not have to do that. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, like he's just a, a, a more a, first off, he's a better player. Second off, he's a veteran presence. Third off, like this is the ultimate year to do it. It's an all-in year. They have the hot, one of the highest uh, salary caps in terms of um, like in terms of like max contracts. They're spending a lot of money. And, uh, <laughs> put it that way. Like, yeah, they didn't just spend the bag. They're spending a lot. <laughs> yeah. So this is the year to do it. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for well, as excited as I can be for an NFC team in the Rams. Absolutely, absolutely. Sam Darnold and the three and zero number one in DVOA Carolina Panthers. Who would have thunk it? Tops of the NFC South. Sam Darnold looking like you want to talk about greener pastures. Let's let's talk about the last two guys that we just named. Matt Stafford spent the first 10 years of his career in Detroit. Now he's in sunny skies and palm trees. Sam Darnold spent his first three or four in New York, like New York Jets. Now he's down there, nice, nice bayside in Carolina. Warm, warm trees and tropics. Like, do you think people come up to him like, that's not what... Charlotte looks warm like. trees and tropics, yeah, coconut, coconuts and palm trees. I have been actually was just in Charlotte, and I would tell you it's nothing like that. So, but compared to compared to New York in the wintertime, it might as well be like the ultimate. New York is like you can't be bad in New York. Kind of like you can't be bad in Philly or Boston. Like the Northeast will just rip you to shreds. Is brutal. You can no you can you be are. bad in Philly and Boston. You can't not try. You can't not try to get better. Right. You <laughs> can't be bad in New York. Whether you try or not, you can't be he bad. Got in New York. away from Adam Gates, which is it's which is the ultimate poison to any NFL, any football and offense effort. And this is Kevin Clark tweet is very very illuminating. You think this case thing is a little funny, mean because Tannehill and Darnold improved post case, but then you realize it goes deeper. He left LSU in 2002, then LSU won the title in 2003. Uh oh. Um, Adam Gase's Michigan High School Marshall won the state title the first season after his 1996 graduation. I mean, he is the ultimate deterrent. You can't have him on the <laughs> football team. I don't know. Like, how do we know this in the NFL? And the NFL doesn't know decision this. Decision makers don't know this. So. Well, the th- I mean, Sam Darnold is thinking just every god in heaven for his new uh, for his new scenario. Just like Wentz, though, he's only thrown three touchdowns through three weeks. Yet his team is sitting at three and zero. What what what's the what's the biggest difference between obviously everything else but passing? Yeah, right, right. Every other stat, he's like top half of the league, while Wentz is at the very bottom. Darnold is also – he's rushed for three touchdowns. Um, they've been doing a lot of read option plays with McCaffrey back there. Everyone thinks McCaffrey's getting the ball. He's mm-hmm. ran for three. Um, I'm interested to see how this looks going forward, though. McCaffrey's going to be out for a little bit. I'm not sure how long. This team's 3-0. and How long can they stay undefeated? And how long can they play this well? Because this isn't the team that, personally, I think is going to They're even not- be a – Playoff. Yeah, they're, they're not, not a 13. Yeah, they're not a 12 13 win team. No, they're they're they're, they're just not. That's, that's a loss. For Carolina? Yeah. Could be a good team. 
that could be a uh, good I game. So here's the thing: like you're three and zero. They don't have McCaffrey, who's obviously their number one offensive weapon. But like at this point, I'm not writing them off as like you can't scratch in a loss um, for a team that thus far has proved to be very confident. No, you can't. Um, I mean, like here, I will pump the brakes that like if the defense falters at all, I don't. I still don't know if Sam Darnold is the guy who can lead your team overcome. Be that like guy who's leading your team down the field at the end of the game. I don't know if he's defense that. has been played above expectation, and, and I think so has. I mean, Sam Darnold is lighting the world on fire, but he's he's playing better than we've seen him play before. Defense yeah, is playing yeah, better. He was so horrible. Right. So 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 is there a regression now, to the mean now, happening? Is now, there is there now, any kind of regression? He's a possible NFL quarterback. He's decent. Yeah. Well, Jared Goff. This team's going to choke. JC Horn, their first round draft picks, going to IR now mm-hmm. on the defense. They, we talked about McCaffrey. They just traded away Arnold, their number one tight end, sent him to Jacksonville. I mean, they're losing pieces in their 3-0 and and losing the most dynamic running back in the league. 100%. I mean, we're going to have to see him step up here. We're going to see more. They gave themselves more. a little head start in this race, though, they to did. go in 3-0. and So, go for them. I will just point out, like, granted, it doesn't even matter because he already got paid. Like, what happens if you put Chubba, like, Chubba Hubbard in here and he's just dominant? Like, or he's, like, just as good or good enough. To where it's like, why are we playing Christian McCaffrey? Like this is I don't care who going, I don't care what he does. All here. that all that did was raise Chuba Hubbard's draft or, or trade stock. That's all that did. Like uh, I I'm 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 you need two backs. This is Christian McCaffrey's backfield. They've got two backs, Hubbard and Royce Freeman. You can, <laughs> you can take yeah, Christian Royce McCaffrey's twenty you, and send it you, you crazy. <laughs> you crazy. We holding on to C Mac attack. I, 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 will <laughs> I see how you are in fantasy. I'm glad I'm not your fantasy league. Right, players flying all over. Like, like NFL GF, the players would hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. They would hate me. You're, you're just moving them like chess pieces, man. Yeah, absolutely. All, all over the board. Yeah, so you gotta do Last ones we're going to take a look at really quickly because I think this is a real interesting one before we move on. The Patriots tight ends. Mm-hmm. A lot a lot, of, a lot of new guys, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. Not a lot of success. That, that's not what we're seeing. Patriots are now one and two after the Saints dominated them on Sunday. And the issue has got to be the offense. And we saw Mac Jones throw three interceptions, but is, is like is it just a Mac Jones problem or, or is it everything? League ranked 26th in points, 22nd in yards, and have only scored two passing touchdowns through three weeks. And, and, they, and they thought it was going to be better times yeah. than, than, than not having Cam Newton. It don't look different, man. They don't look different. And, and you can build one of those picks on Jonu Smith. Yeah, the Malcolm Jenkins pick six. Yep. It's like these, by the way, I found out today are the two highest paid pass catchers on the Patriots. Delton Aguilar is very close. He's like within a million. But coming into the season, they they probably should have been. A lot of money, and they're only averaging three catches a game. Neither of one has found the end zone, and they're fourth and sixth in terms of receiving yards for their team right now. I mean, it's issues. They're all. Usually young quarterbacks love tight end safety blankets, and this is not happening. And the Patriots have been using tight ends for how long now? I mean, Yeah, but they used, they used Rob Gronkowski exactly. and, and a prime Aaron <laughs> exactly. Hernandez. You don't just, you don't just grab that off the street. It, it may just turn out, and like we talked about things that we did expect, I think all of us thought Mac Jones was going to be good, competent. It may just turn out that he stinks. Like, you got to realize for a lot of the quarterbacks coming in, like, especially early on there's, I mean, it's much more common nowadays where the guy you pick immediately starts Mm -hmm. and it didn't always used to be that way. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is somewhat of a reason. I mean, there's reasoning for that. And I think we're seeing some of that, Um, but it's not like the Patriots have this big high flying offense. that's like tough to learn or tough to make reads. Um, 
I mean, like, it's not like the, the running backs haven't been great either, so. They also lose James White now for the year for that hip injury, so, like, that's that's even tougher. It's another safety blanket gone. I think it speaks to Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, though. Was Johnny Smith not super hyped up in Tennessee? Wasn't the greatest. Was Hunter Henry not supposed to be this top six tight end in the league every year for the Chargers? Never was. Mm-hmm. I mean. Hunter Henry had a lot of, um, like, health issues, too. Like, so yeah, staying, yeah. staying, staying healthy was his problem. Down, I mean. Seems like it's been the stories of these guys. I know Johnny Smith's very young, but it's been the stories of these guys, you know, overhyping. In this case, maybe overpaying and just not working out. I mean, they 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 play such a quarterback dependent position, and and to their, I guess to their defense, we're, we're looking at just their receiving numbers. We're not looking to how they're utilizing the offense as a whole. They they could be utilized. You know, Patriots love a, a lot of heavy personnel. They they might be utilized in the offense in, in other ways that we're not seeing, but. I have to give them a little bit of a pass because of how much I'm seeing Mac Jones struggle. And what I saw with the Patriots was a, and it's just from my perspective, this, this, I could be reading this wrong, but what I saw was a desire at some point to draft a quarterback or get a quarterback. They could, they could, they could go back and replicate the Tom Brady like system that they played. That got them a lot of success. They didn't like having to redesign their offense around Cam Newton's strengths. You cannot run the same offense with Cam Newton. He runs the ball too much. And to Josh McDaniel's credit, he's smart enough to know that we have to change our offense. And they did. They didn't like that. Now they go get Mac Jones. They can change it back. We can run the offense that, that worked with Tom. The problem is Mac Jones is not Tom Brady. The reads that Tom Brady just automatically made and got that, that we didn't have to like instill in him. Like we don't, we, we don't get that out of Mac Jones. And I, I think that that leads to, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the struggles happening. And for an offense that loves tight ends, if the quarterback is going to struggle, I think you're going to see that trickle down to where you want to see the success from, and that's the tight ends. In, in terms of team building, and this week we could, you know, move on after this, but, like, in terms of team building, I I just think you really raise an eye. How are you paying a guy this much? For instance, John New Smith is making or is uh, only playing 42% of the snaps last week. He played 42% of the offensive snaps. Like you, that can't be one of your top pass catchers, and he's only playing half the offensive snaps. So, um, I, I I would really there. There's definitely cause for concern there. Yeah, okay, really quick, moving on to segment two. Before we do, Julio Jones got hurt last week, but was was starting to snap, just starting to click with Tannehill. Week one struggled, but week two, six catches, one twenty-eight. Um, only played fifty percent of the snaps in week three, but hopefully he comes back. Might miss might miss week four, but hopefully he comes back after that. Um, moving on to, as we always do, looking ahead to next week, the week four look ahead. And that leads us to another fact straight at you. There are only four teams left in the NFL that have yet to cover a point spread so far this season. You know, I, I, I work with three degenerate, or degenerate gamblers over here. So that they're, they're monitoring the point spreads <laughs> at all times. The Jags, the Jets, the Washington football team, and then surprisingly, the Kansas City Chiefs. And that leads us into what we're actually going to talk about. And that is some teams, the best two teams last year that are looking to bounce back now going into week four. And that's got to be the Bucs and the Chiefs. The Chiefs, uh, 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 seven and a half point favorites against the Eagles on Sunday. They play in Philly at 1 p.m. The Bucs, six and a half point favorites at New England. Everybody and their mom is going to be watching on Sunday night. But we'll start with the Chiefs and Eagles because y'all are going to get your doors blown off. And it's going to be a get right game for Kansas City. Jake, 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 Jake. <laughs> Let's just prepare for that, okay? Can I can I just can I just help you out, my guy? Can we just prepare for that? I, I don't want you going to the lake on Sunday expecting <laughs> to beat Pella. I don't want you to do that to no, yourself. No, no, no. I'm I don't not want you to that do that. Delusion. I mean, I am delusional. You are, it, it, 
But I'm not that delusional. Matt's uh, that delusional. Matt, Matt's... Matt's, Matt's ex- yeah, oh, you see what they're wrong? You see what they're wrong? You can't expect them. You see what they're wrong? Every week there's a shot. Of course. Of course. But I think, like, Monday was Monday night was definitely a reality check that's about as bad as you can look as a football team. And you lose uh, one of the starters on your offensive line for the entire year due to injury. That's like... I tweeted it out. I'm like, I don't want to jinx anything because Hurts could still get hurt. There are other things that could happen. But, like... It's about as bad as they get. So um, in terms of at least the betting side of things, uh, the Chiefs have obviously been favorites in every game. I mean, they're, they're one of the best teams um, coming into this year. Probably you could put them up as the best team in most people's opinion. They could be 0-3. The Browns almost beat them. Yeah. Exactly. They've been in some tough ones. So you look at a touchdown uh, and the hook and minus 7.5, like I, I think that they I, – I kind of agree. It hurts me to say this. But like there might be some doors getting blown off. Blowing off. Blowing off. Like this is like they could have gave him a ten point favorite. It's all they could have gave him a ten point favorite and I wouldn't I wouldn't have blinked. I think the, the number actually seems a little low. Yeah, seven and a half. But that makes me think Y'all do get three. Y'all do get three being at home. Could be a trap or in the lake. I'm gonna be at the game and uh like you, got, like you guys said. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourselves. You're gonna hear me talk about the Chiefs in a second. I think we're gonna get it blown off, but the second I take my seat. At 1 p.m. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Sunday, I so should. I'm going to be mad when we lose the game. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I, I so should. I have prepared myself. But, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have played really good teams. They've played the Browns, the Ravens, and now the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I think three teams you look at as playoff teams, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they need this one because after this week, they're going – it might be at home, but they're playing the Bills. I mean, you can't go into the Bills one and three because that is probably maybe the hardest game on their schedule all year. Mm-hmm. The Bills are also trying to get right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's game, but right. like the Bills got right last week. Yeah, yeah. they looked great. Better. But um, the they are, need this one. The Chiefs are hungry. Andy Reid went to the hospital, going back to the link now. I mean, just add more to the narrative. Let's go blow this team out. Nah. it could get ugly on Sunday. The Chiefs are dead last in the NFL in defensive DPOA. They've given up 29, 36, and thirty points in their three games they've mm-hmm. played. Luckily, they go against a young coach who doesn't know that he should run the football every once in a while, and a young quarterback. Who- but they've lost. But they've lost two track meet games. That's yeah. that's what surprised it. You used to never be able to beat the Chiefs in a track meet. And but what what I'm seeing is I, I'm not seeing a lot of teams like figure out Patrick Mahomes in that offense. I'm seeing a lot of teams not will or get surprised when it happens. Like it, when when a, a big player or this explosiveness happens from the Chiefs, it used to make everybody stop in their tracks like. We can't do anything about it. And, and we've seen three teams just stand up and stare face-to-face with the Chiefs think, and beat them. I'm not going to say last week was a fluke. The Chargers played well. But the Chiefs came out three straight turnovers. Mm-hmm. Mahomes no-look pass. wasn't a bad pass. I don't think the guy was ready for it. Off his hands, interception. The Travis-Kelsey pass was bad. Tyreek Hill, I believe, was the one that fumbled. And then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbled after that. I mean, that's how they started the game. I think that is not – that's not repeatable. That's not sustainable. I think the Chargers got a little lucky, and I think that could be a reason you're looking at DVOA right now, why they're so bad. Mm. Well, the defense had to play the whole first half. I mean, yeah, that's true. there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of things last week that I think the game was a lot closer than it could have seemed, and it was already pretty close game. Let's all remember, they just signed Josh Gordon. So what, what, whatever perceivable, like, it, it, we, it, we, if you never thought it could get scarier, Look, this, this. Good eight years ago. Yeah, all right, all right, all right now, all right now, right, 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 all right now, all right now, all right now. This is last year's. They just signed Le'Veon Bell. No, no, it's not Le'Veon. It's not. It's, it's different than Le'Veon. I, I trust that Josh Gordon is staying in football shape, knowing that he's going to get another we'll shot. Like we, 
Probably, probably. <laughs> suspended again. Yeah, bro. No, actually, but, but now, 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 Tom Brady goes back to Foxborough to play Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Another game where the home team gets their doors blown off. Yeah. Tom is mad after last week. He never he, – excuse me? It's going to be a close game. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Belichick, Belichick, take the field. They just got there's, Belichick, just, there's Belichick put pads on. Patriots have really good defense. Belichick knows Brady better than anyone in the world. Can Belichick sack Brady? Belichick can't do a thing. What Belichick can do is is take the ball out of Mac Jones' hand, which I think we'll see. Like I don't think best think, run defense in the league. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. It's going to be a slow game, and he's going to hope to rely on his defense. Which, I mean, it's I would say it's going to be interesting because I think he's say going it. to dare Tom to pick him apart. Oh, okay. oh, oh, and like that's kind of their real door is blown I, off. I, I, it's we'll going to be twenty-three to seventeen type game. I I will make this I bet right here, right now. Oh, I will make I will make this point. No, no, let it, let him. I will make this point right here, right now, live on the airwaves. I bet you that we win by at least two scores, by at least two touchdowns. I'll put it at least fourteen. We win on Sunday night. So you're I'm putting it down right here. We 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 win by at least fourteen. Man, if, I'd say you should snatch that if, if 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 what, I win, what are we if I win, I bring in my my Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey. You wear it for the whole episode. Oh, wow. You wear it for the whole episode, and I get a little outtake out of you. And, and, and if you win, whatever whatever your little heart desires over there, stat Matt. But I'm putting that I'm putting that right right now. I'll, I'll take it. What's your what's your wager? By the end of the episode. Wait, oh, okay. By the end of the episode, we're not leaving here until I know what I'm doing. I get a text tonight, James. You got to run streaking naked down the street. Like, <laughs> like, okay. But I'm putting that wager yeah. on. But, get, but getting back to. Oh, it'll be at your best. Okay, okay. But could but could Matt's answer was was no. But Kyle, hey, could this be a, a bounce back game for the Bucks? Uh, I think this will be a bounce back week for the Bucks. And I think they're going to have bounce back weeks for the next two months. Here we go. Like, have you seen their schedule? Love an easy schedule. The next man. two months, let's put you through week 11. They've got the Pats on Sunday night. Dolphins, Eagles, Bears, Saints, Washington, Giants. Oh, my. Like so I'm... Seven teams as a bye weekend there as well. <laughs> Love so it. Seven teams are a current record of seven and 14 through three weeks. Now, a lot can change. There's some names there that could catch them. But there's no way. At the bare minimum, the Buccaneers are winning, like, Four out of those seven games, and no one's surprised if it's like six. It's it's get right time. I think this is the start of a back to dominance two months for the Tampa Bay. It's get right. This is exactly when we hit our stride last year. We started to figure things out through the middle part of the year, and and I think Tom Brady just knows how to pace himself. He paces himself through games, and I think he paces himself through seasons. Like like we're going to lose some games. We're not going to go seventeen and zero. But at the end of the year, like, tw- I mean, you can, but we're, we're not. We, 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 wait, but at the start of the season, we're not going to start. Quiet down, one and two over there. <laughs> Quiet down, but, but we're not, you know, you're not going to go undefeated through the season. So if you lose some games, that's okay. Bounce back, learn from it, and we'll hit our stride when we hit our stride. But I think Tom just knows how to how to pace games, but this will be a, a slacking. 
What what I'm is it? I'm gonna write a paragraph about why Peyton Manning's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. And, and I have to read it. I have to read it. I, I will get come here. I will take that. Here we go. The first the first straight facts bet. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not even gonna watch this. This makes the game either. even better. This is awesome. Now now you know. Uh, now, now I am. Who are you rooting for? Probably the Patriots. Who are you reading? Don't say it. I don't even want to know. Who are you? Who are you reading? I like being right, and I just said the Bucs are going to beat them. Okay, there you go. But you gave them 14 points. I mean, that's crazy. 14? I think we can say he gave you 13 and a half because he said they'll win by at least four. Right. They win by, right. Minus 13 and a half is the Buccaneers line in this bet. All right, degenerates. 14 points. (laughs) Two touchdowns, 13 and a half. If they win by 14, you win. If they win by less than 14. Exactly. Exactly. Or if they win. I think I want to see Matt. Okay, if you guys got to say it in your language to understand it, that's fine. I want to see Matt Rock or Tom Brady getting it. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I can read whatever paragraph I want. Doesn't mean I got to believe it. (laughs) He's going to sit here for an hour. I'm going to make it a long episode, too. (laughs) I'm making a long episode. Let's, camera, this camera right here is just going to be zoomed in the, on that. The whole time. The whole time. Moving on for this episode. So this episode isn't a crazy long one. We're going to get into your best bets because I like bringing back best bets, give you guys a, a way to let out your, your gambling and everything. So, Kyle, going into week four, mm-hmm. what we got for our best bets? Uh, well, first one's got to be the over tomorrow night, mm-hmm. the Thursday night game. Uh, it's Jags Bengals. The over is 46 right now when I looked this morning. Um, the Jags D gives up a lot of points. And the Bengals have proven they can score. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see that. And, I mean, I'm not too high on the Bengals' defense. They're playing better than expectations. But, I mean, you got the number one pick from this year, number one pick from last year. We could see a lot of points go up. And, I mean, for me, the number one rule of betting is always take the over on Thursday night. Never fall. Uh, I also – yeah, I mean, that, that's I really like the over. And then I also really like the Bengals. This is one of my bets. I figured that if we're on it, I'll just hit on it. Like, the Jaguars are – like, and this is like, it's like, oh, yeah, obviously, like, they're really bad. Like, we, <laughs> we thought they were going to be bad first-year quarterback struggles. Trevor Lawrence has two interceptions in every game that he's played, and they have been hideous interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, sprinting backwards, throw it into the flat, like, there's a guy waiting for it, like, it's a pop-up. I think that the Bengals are undervalued a little bit. They're 2-1 against the spread, which is uh, promising, and... All they have to do is win by more than a touchdown here. I like them. I think they're going to blow the doors off of the Jaguars. You like that saying, huh? Blow the doors? Like doors that? are coming off. I mean, <laughs> we're looking at, like, Jeep Wrangler type look to them. <laughs> right around. Kyle, you got one more? Yeah, I got two more. Next one, real quick. Cardinals, they're getting five. Uh, we didn't touch on it. We're going to do it. But we're on, on the mm. NFC West teams play each other this weekend. Cardinals are at the Rams, both undefeated. I mean – it's a divisional matchup, and you're undefeated. I know they're on the road, but I'll take five points. I think that's too many. I Phoenix to LA isn't a long trip either. Yeah, right. I mean, I think five points for an undefeated team to get is too big for any team. So give me the Cardinals plus five, and then whatever Portland Sutton's receiving yard prop is, take the over. He's starting really? to start against Baltimore. Take the over. Yep, Baltimore has been a bottom five past offense in the or past mm. defense in the league when it comes to yards and points given up this mm. year. Um, or no, just yards and passing touchdowns, I believe. But they've been bad, and I think the prop's going to be a little low if Sutton's coming off of a bad week. But he didn't have to. They beat the Jets twenty-six to nothing. Teddy Bridgewater only threw the ball twenty-five times. I had a great week. Week two, just went to IR. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy's on IR. I don't think Sutton's will be higher than like sixty at most. Take the over. 
He's also sitting on my bench in fantasy, so that Jerry right. that that Jerry Judy injury might get him a fl- uh, flex start. Yeah, so my best bets. Right. Uh, I, I missed print on the script. It's, it's six and a half. The the Patriots over the Bucks six and a half. We already talked about that. Yeah, so, so get that out of the way, please. Get that out of the way. Get that out of the way, please. Um, I love I love Baltimore plus one versus Denver. Uh, Denver's three and zero. All their wins are against teams that are on three though. I'm not saying like Denver won't keep it close, but I just need Baltimore to win. We're tied. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, uh, victory. And, like, they, the quarterbacks they played against are Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, Zach Wilson. Now they have to play against Lamar Jackson. Right. That's, that's, it's going to be a lot tougher. Baltimore wins that game. And I like Indy over Miami. Um, it's a must-win game for Indy. They can't fall to 0-4. Uh, I don't think Miami's that good. I, I think Jacoby Brissett is worse than he was a couple years ago. And they're definitely regressing. Um, they are surprised they even got back in the game against Vegas. Um, and I think Indy's better, and I think they'll win that game. Yeah, how about Miami, man? Like, it's, it's it looks like with that tour injury, like, it's imploding. And even with that tour injury, they didn't look that they good. They didn't look like, that good. It they, might be imploding. That's tough. Um, I, I think they think Vegas tight. <sighs> I mean, Jacoby Vassell is good. I, I good, know, well, good isn't the word. Like good isn't the word. They were 14-0 early, and then the Raiders remembered how to play football. Or the, you know, we're playing. Uh, let me tell you, by the way, Dolphins were like, I think, uh, plus four, plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. And was I was sweating, I bet it, and was sweating the ever, you know, I was just dreading the end of that game because once they got, I mean, once they uh, kicked the field goal, all you need is the game to end. You need the Dolphins not to uh, go down. Yeah. Well, right. You, well, and then in OT as well, like both times. So it was just a total sweat. I'm not betting on the Dolphins ever again. Uh, until uh, I do. Patriots uh, So just I'll, I'll rattle off. It's not on the script here, but I do have two. Um, and one of them, Matt, hit on the Ravens, like getting one against Denver. I know the season has progressed. There are stats out there that say Denver's a competent team. Denver's 3-0, man. Denver's 3-0. I mean, the the uh, Ravens almost lost to the trip. Like, you could pull off any real number of things to support that line being what it's at. I mean, it's probably accurate. I love the Ravens getting one here. Like, I don't see any way that they lose this game. I just don't. Um, granted, it is the NFL. Granted, the Lions just held up against the wall. <laughs> the the uh, Broncos are three and up. So, right. I just – I really like the value there for a team that has a lot more experience of being a good team and being tested than – uh, Denver does. So for that matter, I'll, I'll take the point there. And then also, this isn't necessarily like a best bet for the week, but this is just a pointing out where value uh, lies. And that would be in the NFL MVP market, betting who's going to win the MVP. Sam Darnold nope. is 82-1. I'm not saying he's going to win. A lot of times when you're betting these you know, future markets, all you're looking to do is like get either – you could play it that way. You're looking just to get good value. Um, regardless of if you think that it's going to win, is it you – know, does it happen one in 80 times? If the answer is yes, then um, – or if, rather, does it happen two in every 80 times you <clears> run this through? And I think like looking at some people who are close to him on the odds board, he's 80 to 1. And this is via Action Network. You have Antonio Gibson, who's 80 to 1. We mentioned he, he no, no chance of winning the MVP. Zero right, chance right. of winning the MVP. Deshaun Watson is 66 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? 
I mean, you look beneath him, and there's guys. Mariota's a hundred to one. He's the next closest behind him. Like, what are we talking? Like, so, like, you look. Carson Wentz is two hundred to one. Let me, yeah, let me pitch this scenario. We go th- forward three weeks. Christian McCaffrey's been out. The Panthers are still undefeated. Where? What are Sam Darnold's odds then? He's, he's right at the top. He's he's a top five guy. Yeah, he's right he at has the top. to be. There's no way that they win those games without. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and say Sam Darnold. He really, I think he's a real good enough player to win the MVP. It's not really about that. Right. It's more so about, like, they're hanging a number right now, 80 to 1, where, like, I can afford to be wrong a lot of the time. Burrow um, at 66 to 1 is a better long shot. So, okay, that actually, I see Burrow at 100 to 1 here on Action Network. Uh, so, the, the odds, I will say the odds do vary. Um, I see what it's doing. It's it's like five thousand or fifty to one on DraftKings, and then it goes up to like eighty to one on Parks. So like it's just you know you it's very also last tip I'll give very important to shop around for these type of things. Uh, like I said, Joe Burrow fifty to one at one spot, uh, all the way up to one hundred to one at another spot. So like that's literally two times the money that you're winning with that mm-hmm. bet today. So, so yeah, I think Donald maybe in that scenario has cash out value. Yeah, cash out value, he sure, sure. But if you can cash out. Take time. Yeah, take time. Yeah. All right. That's all your bets? That's all the bets. Lock them in. All right. <clears> you heard it, man. Into the countdown for today, and we'll start what we always do at number five. And this one's a, a fun one. Number of Lakers with a double-digit jersey number. So I don't know if you guys saw during Lakers media day, people started to piece together. The Lakers from number zero to number 13, obviously number eight and number 13 are reserved for Kobe and Will, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So – uh, they have every single number, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like all of them are filled up until you get to Dennis Schroeder is really the first one that like breaks that rank at number 17 and then Dwight Howard going with number 39. Like, come on, dude. Like we're supposed to have something going here. This is supposed to be a fun bit for the team. He, I mean, you got to pick number 39. Like, what do you, who do you think you are? He, don't, he don't even, he here because he has to be. He's convenient for him. He got to he got uh, a little. Get it, but, yeah. hey, Rondo, that whole that whole team is going. Yeah, but Dennis Schroeder wanted team. a bag, and now he's coming back because this these are like this is the only team to sad. offer to everything at this happened. point. Well, I don't know. Sad is the word, but it's unfortunate what happened to him. Right. All right. We'll get to number four. Uh, number four, Magic Johnson played 13 years in the NBA. He only missed the NBA Finals in four of them, and that's sometimes we put a random stat here on on, on the countdown just to you know get another topic out. This one. It, it, there's there's never a wrong time to just state how dominant Magic Johnson and was in his one career. One of those years is when he came back three years after retiring because of HIV, and mm. like they call him Fat Magic at the time. Oh yeah, Big Magic. Yeah, you let him do the playoffs. This man had HIV, and they were calling him Fat Magic. Like how ruthless. The media never changes, man. But I, I will just say, if Magic finished out his career completely healthy, he would be like the easy, easy comparison to what LeBron James would be chasing. Not yeah. saying he would have more mm. rings than Michael. But I just think it's a way more like comparable jump than more linear, yeah, more linear yes. path from yes. the chase. Yeah, probably going to have a pretty similar stat when it's all said and done. Yeah. Probably a lot more seasons, a couple more misses, but yeah. he's on the same trajectory. Yeah, right, yeah, we'll go to number three. The St. Louis Cardinals of all teams have won 17 consecutive games. Yeah. That's the third longest win streak in, M- in the MLB since 1954. That's I, I actually didn't know that. That yeah. is crazy. So you got the Moneyball 80s, right? Is that, is that one of them? And then the Indians in, in the World Series year. Wow. That's the year after the World, the year after the World Series year. Yeah. They so, uh, the Yankees and those 
there's a, there's a couple of teams that annoy me in the MLB when they're really good. The Cardinals are one of them. I'm not happy for them. This is maybe this something is, rubs me the wrong way about their fans. They're yeah, the I don't like fans in baseball. I don't know why. And I, I love Yadier Molina. I love Adam Wainwright. I lo- love Dapper Paulus when he was there. But like, like you you're not you can't be good. You can't win a World Series. You can't go on a seven exactly game. Like, like, like ah, them and the are. them and the Giants when they get really good. It's, I don't know why. Just I just sound like it. Probably back to back year. That's probably it. To be honest, that is yeah, probably it. Howard's career was over. After that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I'll go number two. The number of teams to blow thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the number of teams to blow thirty-four saves in a season. It's the two thousand and four Rockets and the twenty twenty-one Phillies. Did we have we have we done this before? Have yeah. this not been on the countdown? Maybe last year. Why are we why why are we gluttony for punishment on this on this? It's podcast? almost like an art form. Like it's hard. Like it's like oh like. You know how hard it is to blow the, the 30 saves in a season? from the playoffs on the day they set the record for blown yeah. saves. That's what's going to happen. Well, I actually think they're going to get in, but we, we can we cannot. It's like, well, we definitely don't have to dive into that. And we don't have to dive uh, into that. But I said that before they lost to the Braves last night. But, it's but. almost like, like, for instance, like if I were to try and pick every NFL game, it would be incredibly impressive if I got every single one correct, 16-0. It's technically just as likely that, like, or unlikely, I should say, that I get every single one of them wrong, and that's like what this situation is. It's <laughs> like you're like skillfully bad. You have to yeah. be like selectively bad to get this to happen. You can't like you have to be in a scenario to blow the save, and then you have to be bad enough to get continually put in there. Thirty times, thirty times. Uh, they got a lot of practice last year. I didn't think the bullpen could get what? worse. Yeah. What? Yeah, was actually better just more games. No. Yeah. Yeah. What? Thirty-four. All right, we'll get number one. Jesus. Uh, rookie QBs are one in ten as starters this year, with their only win coming in a rookie versus rookie matchup. That being the Jets versus Patriots game. We talked about it. Like, let, let's 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 just go back now quickly reassess. Which quarterback do we think is going to have the best season now? I mean, it doesn't matter because they're all going to have a bad season. They're all like, having like a really bad I season. I said Mac Jones, and I get him the only one that's oh, <laughs> by boy. default. By default, I'm the only one that's right. Like, <laughs> I think Matt said Justin Fields. He had one horrible start. But that's not his fault. Yard. But he's going to have a bad season because they're not going to fire Matt Nagy until the end of the season. Yeah, let me like. just – it should be malpractice. Whoever sent him out there with Jason uh, Peters – Versus Miles Garrett, it is malpractice. One on one should be tried. No, no, so, so Dan, Dan Orlovsky. Please, please retire. It's please. Embarrassing, honestly. Shout out You're to Dan. All-time great lineman. This is not. You don't this is how people are going to remember Johnny you. Johnny and I just on the Chargers or Joe Namath on the Rams. Yeah, this, this is bad. Shout out to Dan Orlovsky on ESPN. He, he broke this stat down for us. They Justin Fields dropped back twenty times, and they they had five man five lineman coverage, so no help on them. Seventeen of the twenty times. Yeah. So, so, so no, no tight end, no chip block, no running back. Just their five against our five, and they have Miles Garrett and Jadavia Clowney on all the side. One of them went against Jason Peters on every snap. Jay. It was laughable. There's some you should really look up online, guys. There's one gif of like a play that Miles Garrett did. It literally looks like a glitch in the matrix. He's moving so fast. It looks like the video like skips. Like he moves from one place on the path. It, it, he is. He has the potential to like supersede Darren Donald, in my opinion, as the best. He's a beast. Pass yeah. rusher as, out of this era. Yeah, he's a so, freak. So Mac Jones has the one win. Is that it? Yeah. Mac Jones. That's crazy because when we did the episode, I remember on the rookie QB. He loaded check tape. Go ahead. Our fact straight at you was 13 and 41. That's what they were over the past five years. One in 10. I didn't know it could get worse. Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 we're off to a way worse story here. Yeah. We're off to a way right, worse before story. Before we get into at the buzzer, I got a number zero to throw in. Oh, um, okay. Because I heard it today, and I think 
we already talked about Justin Tucker, but mm-hmm. zero is the number of kicks he's missed in the last minute of regulation in his career. Oh, yeah, he's the best. Has never field goals. Field goal, goal. yeah, yeah that's your point. Goals, but, but has never missed a field goal. It's over 15 attempts. I mean – he might be the best. No, he might be. That, that's 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 what I need. You can miss an extra point. That's what I need he out of my kicker like right there. Money. Yeah, like, go out in the big moments. You got to make them. You got to yeah. make them and kicks. Then, like you know, like he probably was like fourteen for fourteen before, and like about to break the stat. Like oh man, I think it's sixty-six yards. Yeah. And just does it with that too. That's crazy. Sicko. That that is nuts. But we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. As always, we can get a shot at the buzzer. Who got something to put up at the buzzer? I want to tell a story about this soccer oh, team. Story, story time. Sheriff Tarasball. Oh, I actually, wait, have I heard about this? Go ahead. It happened just recently. Beat someone yeah, yeah, so Sheriff Tarasball won the Moldovan League. Sure. Naturally, yes. Sure, yeah. And so that qualifies him for the first qualifying round of the Champions League, which they won. Okay. And in the second qualifying round, they won. Right. And then in the third qualifying round, they won again. Then in the playoff round, they won again. They became the first Moldovan team to ever make it to the group stage of the Champions League. They won their first game against Shakhtar. No, that's not really deep. They won their first game, yeah, against Shakhtar Doncic. I don't know how to And then yesterday, they scored an 89th-minute winner at Real Madrid. So now they're 2-0 in the group. This Moldovan team named Sheriff Tiraspol. And they're lead top of the group, and they just won at the Bernabeu. On we a- love an underdog story, don't we? Do, do they have an American coach, or is that a different team? I don't I, know. I was, I was some, my, my roommate <laughs> Matt, was talking Matt, about Matt didn't get that far in the article. was talking about like a Ted Lasso type team. I didn't know if it was them, but that, that's awesome. That's a great that underdog awesome. story. That's a great one. Who got a shot at the buzzer? Which one else? You got nothing? Kyle right. has. Actually, I do have something real quick. Uh, he's the first one, by the way. Like, since we started this podcast years ago, he's the first one who's okay covering without it at the buzzer. Like, like <laughs> some of us come with one, and then when it gets to this, we, like, scramble, try to find one. Kyle is, is okay, and I, I commend it. I'm, I admire <laughs> it. I admire <laughs> it. Just, hey, I've got nothing this week. Yeah, I love you all. Actually, like, uh, the only one is, I, uh, I told you guys before, Jake wasn't here. I submitted the wrong resume to three job applications. Yeah, that's tough. Or... That's tough. So, I've been uh, there. I've been there, though. Myself hey, if they reach out to you, you'll even look more impressive than the interview. Right. Now you have yeah, look, look, look what I've done in the 10 days since I spoke to you. It was a long game. You know, it wasn't a mistake. There, there you go. There you go. You guys want to say? Uh, yeah, so I finished up watching, speaking of, Ted Lasso. Amazing show. Like, I would recommend uh, to absolutely anyone. I think I had in the past. I think it just wrapped up its second season. Uh, I did initially come in here with, like, something else to say. It's completely escaped my mind. Uh, happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's like there one second, then you go to check on it again when it's time, and it's just gone. This is not why you don't think of at the buzzer. Just, Honestly, if I had it, I probably would have it right now. You're it's right funny it. what happens on pod day is anything that happens to me, I go, ooh, I I can talk about that at the buzzer. Like 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 if I found a, a penny on the floor, like ooh, that's something to talk about at the buzzer. That's something to say. Like and then that's the stuff that escapes me. But I actually did. I have something to actually say. But that's the stuff when I think about throughout the day that that's what escapes me when we get here. I mean, there's a chance that I may remember it, so just be prepared for that. Okay, if maybe just, we'll just put it just just on the page. Just remember, Jake's at the buzzer from season I'll two. Write it so in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty-four characters. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, 
my at the buzzer is a little shameless plug. So on Saturday, I'm going to be on Fox Sports Radio with LeVar Arrington, Plexico Burst, TJ Usmanzada on the Up On Game Podcast Network uh, on their channel doing taking shaky baby to the XM airwaves. So that's that's going to be fun. You can clap. Along. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You can clap for yourself too. Jake will be on there too on their on their betting show. So you know, straight facts is getting on the Up On Game Network. And we're going to be there. And stay tuned for, for more news. I don't, I don't want to spill the beans too much right now. But stay tuned for more news. As more things get to un, unveiled, more things get sewed up, we got we got some news for y'all for sure. But I'm going to end it there on the cliffhanger. That's all the time we got for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a great one. As always, my guys, Jake Galley is so eager to say it. Jake Galley, Carl Steering, Statman Robinson, these have been the facts. Straight up. Do what you do. I remembered what it was. Oh, wait, this is good. What was it? We're going to be okay. Tyrese Max is a player, Philadelphia. We're going to be okay. There we go. There we go. Saw the one clip. Leave, leave you with, <laughs> leave you with uh, parting words.